0: Many a deer has to fall, but it's all in the game.
1: Good afternoon, good evening, good morning to everyone, whenever you're listening. And welcome back to We've Got the Win This Half podcast with me, Matt Mustill, and my good friends and co-host, George Davis. Good afternoon. How are we? And Luke Clarkson. (laughs)
0: <laughs> good afternoon, oh not good afternoon, good evening, anything. Yeah, hello.
1: Nice. Um, <laughs> good to see you've cut kind of these awkward starts, leek. <laughs> <laughs> um, fellas, so episode one was the first ever podcast. Um, that was last week. How do we? How do we think it went? Our first attempt. How do we
0: think it? How did it go? Oh well, I think uh, obviously, uh, I think it went quite well. There's a few. Uh, there's a few connection issues. Especially you and am talking. Like, I, I don't want people to think. I mean, I do do this, but uh, not quite as much of just finishing my sentence mid sentence. <laughs> I'd like to think I'm a bit more professional than <laughs> podcast. Yeah, normally you're a great orator.
2: Um... <laughs> <laughs> Words just flow. Um, I I thought it went pretty well, to be honest. As you say, a couple of technical issues. It's um, it's weird listening to your voice back um kind of like just kind of doesn't feel real it's kind of like listening to a monotone version it just don't really Does it... It feels weird yeah I've but... i
1: really sound like that is what i think. yeah exactly that yeah. <laughs> why 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 do people listen to me <laughs>
0: well they don't yeah <laughs> good point <laughs> um,
1: all right so yeah um hopefully episode two we're, we're a bit more used to it. hopefully it goes a bit better um we're going to swiftly move on then fellas to um the question I asked you last
0: week: What would you change in football? Well, I mean, what I was thinking, and this is actually quite a serious one, but what I'd love to see is mic'd refs. I'd absolutely love to see mic'd refs. Yeah, really good. Yeah, like that. Go on. I mean, it works so well in rugby. I mean, I love hearing uh, who's that? Who's the Welsh? Uh, the Welsh ref in rugby, Nigel Owens. Nigel Owens. I love hearing him talk to the players. I think it'd be it'd be exactly the same here. Mike Dean, like. <laughs> You know, Mike's God. theme. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mike, nice. Very nice. Yeah, no, I agree with that, mate. Um,
1: because they've done it in cricket as well. Um, where the umpires sometimes explain their decision, and if you're sort of new to the sport, um, it really helps you understand what's going on. Yeah, and, you know, it would help a lot in football. I think you're right there. But,
2: like don't you? Don't you think as well? at Some points because football's such a fast-paced game. Do you reckon? Oh, like, Kev, I can imagine Kevin Friend just running on going. Oh shit, I don't know. I really don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll
0: go goal kick. We'll
2: go goal kick. <laughs> probably why they don't want it on. But that's, but
1: that's, I reckon that's, there's a
0: lot more swearing, yeah. You're right. That's the thing, though. Like I think it would give the referees a bit more... Like People would understand refereeing decisions a bit more if they could hear what the referees see and why they've given that specific decision. Because referees get so much abuse, and I think, in, like, in, especially in sports like rugby and cricket, like you could see a lot less of that abuse. And I think it's down to the fact that they're mic'd up and you can understand their decisions.
2: Agree, yeah. There might be a reason why they've not done it already. Maybe the footballers around them shouting, effing and blinding. Or the fact that they just don't know some of the time. I reckon
1: the latter. (laughs) Yeah, I think they're scared. Um, But yeah, good, great rule, Luke. I'd like to see that implemented. Uh, George, yourself?
2: Okay, I I kind of got two. Because I don't know whether one's a rule. Um but I'm gonna, I'm gonna say both. Uh firstly, uh safe standing. I know they're gonna try it at man united. They are, yeah. Yeah. That the difference standing up and watching football, mates, to sitting down and watching
1: football for me is massive. I mean is that's a whole debate for another time because I've got so much to say on, on standing. But yeah, you are right. I, I I'd like to Yeah, do it. I'll part that one.
2: I'll part that one. We'll uh, do that next so I'm gonna yeah. focus it. I'm gonna focus on the main one. Um uh either Tinkering with or actually enforcing the six-second goalkeeping rule. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 It, at the, what, what a redundant rule that is at the moment. It's, yeah, just, it, it's 10, 12 and the rest. And then it just keeps going and going. I, I, I remember one case where he's been picked up and that was usually in Yaskolainen away at Newcastle. And that must have been about <laughs> 06. That's proper Premier League years not. Yeah,
0: <laughs> You've done your research.
2: <laughs> oh, that's just ingrained in me. Like, uh, st- basically, skiving off school and just watching Premier League years all day—it's great times. <laughs> now,
1: I, I, again, George, I agree with you. I would like to see that. I, I, it's such an easy way to waste time. It just aggravates me. Like even if I'm a neutral, um, even actually, even if my own team do it, I'm a bit like, oh, just come on! Like I, I, I want to watch football. I don't want just... to.
0: Yeah, I, can I can understand it, the logic behind that.
1: it.
2: It's just boring. I understand the logic behind it, but it's just, a, just. Either if you've got a rule, enforce it or don't have it. Yep. You know, if you know what I mean. Yep. It, make it 10 seconds, make it 12 so you can actually enforce it. Because at the moment, it's doing
1: nothing. What about you? What do you reckon? Um, so mine's sort of on a similar line uh, in terms of it would cut down the boring parts of football. Um, it's quite hard to implement, but I would ban substitutions after the 90th minute or something like you've got to wait five minutes in between subs or something su- along those lines. Yeah. There's nothing more frustrating. If what about an injury? Well, that's, that's is why it's awkward, but there's nothing more frustrating than, uh, you know, yeah, your team's losing 1-0, 2-1, and the opposition manager makes a sub in 87th, brings a bloke on, 89th, brings another bloke on. And it's just clearly time-wasting. So I, I get the injury thing, but... I don't know. I just love to see that, Chad. I I think it's the most annoying thing when I'm watching football.
0: Yeah, but I think I think a lot of people would be upset by that. I mean, especially like young players or reserve players. You know, like the players who get an appearance bonus, and like the appearance bonus they get all season is getting that 90th minute sub on. Like Phil Phil Foden.
1: Yeah, Phil Foden won a a winners medal with it, didn't (laughs) he? No, yeah, I, I mean, I, I like, like, like I said, like I know it's not easy to implement, but it's just, it just aggravates me beyond belief. And everyone knows what they're doing. I just think there's something that could be there to stop it. And um, there's a lot of downsides to it, but it's just so boring. Yeah, or that, maybe, maybe you add on more time when there's when there's a sub. Like they, they, they. Legit- well, that's what like, they meant to like, already. That add on a minute. That's what.
0: That's, that's what, that's what fun- meant to say. That's why I've been constantly frustrated with, especially like, especially with added time, is watching a ref put up a minimum of five minutes on like the fourth official's board, and then blows the whistle at 4.58 or something, and you're like, it's definitely not been a minimum of yeah one. yeah yeah. They, they <laughs> never
1: add the time in added time to added time if that makes sense.
0: Just those two that. seconds, uh,
1: those two seconds,
2: anything
0: could happen. <laughs> in Those two seconds, don't they? Yeah, exactly. When it's when it's three nil. <laughs> But I remember that, because what I want to see is more games, because I was watching this the other day. That, uh, do you remember that Arsenal-Liverpool game? I think like 2014 or something, when there was a penalty to Arsenal in like the 107th minute. Oh, uh, Dirk count wasn't it? And, oh, no, sorry. Kout, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Dirk out scores a penalty in the 110th as well to level it back up. as like <laughs> <bad> scenes. <laughs> yeah. The limbs. Yeah, <laughs> great limbs.
1: Uh, so, boys, um, speaking of football, that leads us on to the biggest bit of news, or well, the best bit of news I've heard in weeks. The Bundesliga is on its way back in just over a week.
0: Get in! How excited are we? Very excited. Have You picked a team yet, mustil I know you've got that half and half Munich uh, Dortmund shirt. In your no, lot. no, it's, it's not <laughs> half and
1: half. It's, it's pure Dortmund. It's pure Dortmund. Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pure Dortmund. Um, I mean, I like. I mean, I like Dortmund. Just because they have sort of the underdogs to buy Munich for years, but I mean, at this point, you know, I'll be watching Mainz versus Stuttgart, mate. I'll just, live football. <laughs> I'll be watching anything. I, th- I think yeah. the viewing figures are going to be like mental. I think just everyone's going to watch it. Everyone, no, yeah, football fans. My, for-
2: my first instinct was. Betting yeah, yeah. <laughs> literally at the amount of people are just going
1: to stick a tenner on Mines Away to Munich just just to get some sort of thrill back. I'll tell you what, is um, I've got a mate who's lost over 200 quid on the um, betting on the, the Belarusian Premier League. <laughs> it's the only anyone that's <laughs> <laughs> so he'll be happy, you can go from losing money on that to to actually, I, I think you should contact someone. There,
2: There is a line. <laughs>
1: Um, so yeah, so yeah, are, are you boys going to be watching even if it's a nothing game? Or are you that desperate for football? Or are you still gonna, you know, if it's maybe like Dortmund, Bayern, Munich, obviously, you might, yeah, watch. I, I uh, I definitely will be tuning in. Obviously, live sports, is nothing quite like
2: watching live sport. Yeah. Um, the main, main thing I'm interested in is the impact of no fans. Like this, mm. yeah. there's been a couple of Europa League games when like Arsenal play away in some racist club in yeah. who's uh, got some club who's got done for racism and you can hear the players shout, I quite like it. Like so
0: Yeah. No,
2: yeah, not quite. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, sort of hit man. You, don't, you don't hear the the, the, uh, the typical Sunday league shouts in the in the, off. Yeah. He's got the wind <laughs> this arc. Yeah. No actually we might yeah. have to find out whether they say we've got the wind this <laughs> <off>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> The big centre arm. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you're yeah. not going to understand the chance because they're all going to be in German. Again, it's not a charm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Work on that, mate. Come on. Oh, <laughs> you.
1: Have you seen um, Borussia Munchen Gladbach have over four thousand? I think it's four thousand five hundred cutouts of their fans. <laughs> so They let their fans make a cutout of themselves to put in a seat. <laughs> i have got over 4,000 of them. I'm thinking these things probably cost like $100. Oh, that is, that's a fucking boring job, that. Just cutting them out. <laughs> that is. Also, look at this one. This is a big one.
0: Do they have something when they celebrate, or is it just like just them still with the same plain expression, like no hands moving? When... No, it will yeah, it'll <laughs> literally... shoot up. I don't think they.
1: No, I think, it's, I think it's a plain cardboard cutout. Right? Yeah. So just, they'll they just—they'll be. Just the players'
2: instincts will take over. So when they score, they'll jump into the crowd.
1: I think we're going to uh, see some great celebrations. I think uh, we're going to shush in the crowd. that celebration
0: in? Like, <laughs> I think it was like one of those Eastern European leagues, and this guy like scores a goal in front of a crowd, jumps into the crowd, and then starts applauding himself from one of the seats. <laughs> 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 Yeah, I've
1: seen that. They've got no, <laughs> no fans, have they? So. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. Um, so what I want to talk about here, fellas, is the Bundesliga has sort of set the way now for other leagues. What does it, what does it mean for the uh, for the Premier League? Was it very exciting that? times? Uh, yeah. It, well, by this case, are they training again, Premier League teams? No, they are. I think I know Man United have been. Ordered back, ordered to come back to England within the next week, I think, um, to be ready to come back to training by the end of the month or so- something like that. Okay, well, if you add but... add add three weeks to when they come back from training, I reckon that's a start
2: date. Prev- yeah, that's a very that's a big estimate. Yeah. I reckon that's a start date, but it's it's promising the fact that well, a football's on the telly and b English football might return soon, which is good.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, Lee? yeah, I think. Well, I mean, the big, the big concern is still, you know, the fan aspect. Though I don't know what they're going to do about that because I'd like part of the when I'm watching like a massive derby, like the first game with the Bundesliga, is going to be uh, at the Schalke derby. Um, oh, so nice. like, but like, would that be as good? Because I've seen like the best bit about the derby is like the fans get almost g up the players, yeah. the players g up the like, fans in the same way like will they be just like implemented like crowd noises over the
1: yeah yeah well that's it i've heard that there's um i think this is sky that uh viewers can press a red button if they want to view it with artificial fan noise um how that works i don't know because oh, yeah. surely if they if there's a if there's a goal or a red card or something you'd hear a load of Screams and abuse or whatever—a bit of a weird similarity. Are they, are there are buttons to add that. A bit or... of a weird similarity, but it's like kind of like watching Big band Theory because every other
2: line <laughs> there's, there's definitely fake laughter in the back because it's so not funny.
1: <laughs> okay, <laughs> be, like, be like that. I my hair
2: out. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, I guess, but it's it's either that or you watch football in dead silence. So I get I get the idea. Because it, it's going to be weird just watching it with no noise at all. Like Luke just said, no atmosphere. might learn some German phrases of football and just see if I can spot one. <laughs> Get it out. We've got the wind <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So I, we're going to come back to some more football news later, boys. Um, But for now, I'm going to do my favourite se- segment of the show, which is uh, From the Roots. And I believe Mr. Clarkson is going first this week with his uh, story to try and make us laugh.
0: Well, I mean, this is this story is a bit more of a uh, bit more of a confession story. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) oh no, not my greatest, uh, not my greatest moment. (laughs) Um,
1: I mean, oh, hang on, can I just, um, I'll just input here. Uh, Last week, we were, I was meant to put a warning in that this is not a PG podcast. Um, after what Luke's just said, I'm going to... That's just reminded <laughs> me. Um, yeah. There's some bad language, some some uh, some references uh, in in this podcast. So go
0: ahead. Yeah, well, Luke. This, go ahead this, this comes more from a... Uh, this comes from a uni six side. So it's not from grassroots as such. But, um, but this is like when I was like, playing Six side of the uni. And obviously, despite playing 40, 40 pound for your entrance per player, it's still, you still don't get a ref with the game, which obviously means uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've always thought it was a bit weird. It leads to chaos, <laughs> but you know we genuinely ref it quite well. People still employ employ the uh, the no overhead height, no slide rule.
2: <laughs> so, sorry, sorry, mate. So do you? Delegate someone, as in sub, do they become the referee for 10 minutes and then rotate? Or is it just a try and be as fair as possible,
0: Will? It's it's a sort of try and be as fair as possible. Because that's
2: never going to (laughs) work. The
0: the teams like input the scores at the end of the game. And there was like one game where I remember like we we thought we should have had a last minute pen. The other team disagreed. We put the penalty in empty net to make it like 3-2 we put 3-2, they put 2 all on the scoreboard. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, it was a bit of a, it was a bit of your word against theirs, but like this game, I mean, despite that, like, we still like, employed most of the rules and I've always been a bit frustrated at the no slides rule in six aside. side. Like, that's, yeah, like, agree. I don't a slide I like to, <laughs> off their feet. you know what I mean? I don't want to injure someone, but I want to, I want to take them out. Man and ball. Man and ball, exactly. Uh, <laughs> But obviously, this is a quite man and ball. This is uh, <laughs> this is this is one of those days. You know, we absolutely <laughs> dominate a team, and you you're ending up. We've ended nil down, and the bloke who scored the two goals is this really shit winger. He's wearing a beanie <laughs> and glass Ah, oh. and, and he's, <laughs> to, he's managed to fire in two goals on the counter attack. And I'm i I remember thinking like I'm a bit short-sighted. So like when I'm playing 11-a-side, sometimes I can't see where the like exactly where the ball's gonna go on a long ball. But <laughs> I'll tell you what that explains so <laughs> <quite> much. <laughs> <laughs> but, but on a six-a-side game, you think you should be able to you should be able to see. You know what I mean? Like I yeah. so either get your glasses off or don't play football. It's it's my <laughs> 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 and it was it was it was annoying me a lot of things were annoying to me and it was annoying me that he'd managed to get the two goals and I remember it being, being the last minute of the game and uh, we're were really pushing for a goal and the ball was just pinged out cleared for uh, for what was running through for him to get a one-on-one chance and ask the last defender back and it was a 50-50 who was going to get the ball first uh, I reckon I was, I was running quicker than him I probably could have got the ball but this guy's on a hat trick, and you could see his face light up, thinking, "If I <laughs> so, I thought, you know what, I'm changing my course. I thought I'll, I'll wait a bit, wait till he's about one yard from the ball, and I just fucking slide <laughs> <laughs> he, Take he's
1: him just out. He's gone
0: absolutely fine, didn't get the ball, nowhere near it. <laughs> mate he had a break like broken wrist and was just like watching the game actually picked himself on the sideline. their team's gone absolutely mental he said I've stood up and uh, helped him up but I don't think it helped I did laugh as I was doing <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, and either was this
1: was this beanie alright on his head was it yeah, he might come off you know
0: his glasses were fine his glasses glasses everywhere <laughs> Obviously, like his team were infuriated, thinking like could have injured him or whatever. I was like, "Nah, cheeky." I was just taking the man. I'm not trying to injure him, but they're uh, just <laughs> they're in uproar. So I, I became the first player ever in a game with no ref to send himself off. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, oh, voluntary walk so,
0: they, so I sent myself off And we gave them a penalty Which uh, which the player took And uh, he he struck the penalty well But it hits, the, hits the top of the bar And goes over And the full time whistle is blown <laughs> and no, is Lovely like yep. suarez. <laughs> You're, you're <laughs> the real <laughs> winner
2: then <laughs> Leaves 2-0 but you're the real winner <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, no, a, a bit of a, a bit of a, a bit of a shocking behavioural story, and I'd, I'd like to sound better than that, but it's good to get a confession off my chest on a, on a podcast. Can,
2: can I just ask a question about the wheel? That how big was the arc that you make the, uh, to really emphasise the timing <laughs> of this tackle? So you, I love a wheel tackle.
0: Well, the thing was because the ball was sort of in the middle of us, and sort of rolling towards the my side, I was actually. A, Few yards away from him, like before, I've just diverted my course. Exactly, it's not really. What <laughs> direct at him, <laughs> or the- <laughs> across, away from the direction of the ball to just bang. It does just it just straight towards him. <laughs> <laughs> the <going> <laughs> ball going bowled over.
1: Did, um, did he did he have something to say after the game after he missed the pen? Did he did ever he go at you? Or was, he, uh, was he? I tried right? to
0: shake all the players' hands, but no, no one. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Here? Yeah, well, won today, boys. You deserved it. <laughs> <Well played. laughs> and then did you
2: go to the whiteboard and put two nil to your team?
0: <laughs> no, no, two nil. fair I, I will say I didn't enforce the uh, the free match ban. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: was going to say, did you serve suspension for that? yeah yeah. Oh, yeah I can start. off there, Luke. Well, well done, enough. mate. Very good. Good honesty as well. Well
0: done.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh fellas, we're gonna move on to um soccer busters. Uh we're gonna stick with the name, I think. Um it's me this week. So if you want to get your pen and paper at the ready, uh if you're playing at home, uh the the answers will be revealed at the end of the show, so stick around for them. Uh if you don't know how it works, it's basically like uh, a bit like blockbusters, where you give you get a, a bit of a cryptic clue, and then they give you the initials. But we're doing it with uh, with footballers. So if if you're both ready, yeah, yeah. All right. So the first one, question one: Miss Widdicombe sketched Mister Mugabe's offspring. A R. Can we have it? Miss... Yep. Miss Widdicombe sketched Mister Mugabe's offspring. A R. Right. Question 2. I wonder if the leader of the mystery gang will find a job on that website w n n for nigel. I wonder if the leader of the mystery gang will find a job on that website. Yeah. And the last one. I've made a note and actually it's hit the altar m n. I've made a note and actually, it's hit the outer. I've M- just got number N- one. That is rubbish. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I worked hard on that, mate. Cheers. <laughs> uh,
2: made a, a, a note.
1: Or with with M- made a sorry. Last one. Made a note on the rim. I've made a note, and actually, it's hit the outer. M. N. Okay. of anyone who's M. N. So uh, we'll move on from that, boys, to something a bit more, um, a bit more serious in terms of. Footballing news. Uh, going back to, uh, <laughs> got the first one. <laughs> <laughs> got the, good. Good. Yeah, got brilliant. I think you. Yeah, I think you kicked yourself. If you didn't get. <laughs> you yeah. didn't get some of them. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, so, so in the news, uh, how they're gonna, how they're gonna, sort of go about bringing back football in terms of the Premier League, anyway. Um, they've spoken about uh, neutral venues and having shorter halves. I uh, just wanted to gather gather your thoughts on that. So, if, Davis, if we start with you, if you want to kick us off. Yes, mate. Um, I've got a couple of views, but I'll kick off the first one.
2: Uh, so, I've been reading about it. Um, I think Gordon Taylor mentioned the short and halves um, as a pos- possible option. Uh, and then the neutral <laughs> venues um, was also in the news. But I kind of read it and I just didn't really, I don't know, someone needs to enlighten me. I don't really get the impact because I think a big club like Liverpool, if they're playing at Chelsea, will still have a lot of fans. I presume the the, the reason for the um, a neutral venue is the fact that they don't want those Liverpool fans going out outside Anfield. But if it's at Stamford Bridge, I, I, I can not the same scale, but I can kind of see it having a similar impact. I don't really. What do you what do you two think? I, I don't think they're letting fans in the stadium still. No, outside. Oh, I see. That's the purpose of the neutral venue. That's what I thought.
0: Yeah, but they, might, they oh. might not reveal what the neutral venue is going to be. And therefore, they'll be able to, like, control. I mean, obviously, some fans will okay. still hear, like, hear about it because they, like, maybe, like, the Liverpool fans know, like, Trent Alexander-Arnold and, like, know where it's going to be. But, like... Yeah, snap maps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I think, I, think, I think the reason why they're doing it is the reason you've said is to control... I mean, fans going to the outside of the grounds. The more, you, the more you stop travelling, the more you stop
1: spreading it. As, as, as we know. So, if you're travelling from Liverpool to London, that's a train ride, a car journey, whatever. That's a massive risk. I, I'm sort of with you, George. I'm a bit confused. I don't really yeah. understand.
2: It's because uh, when I was rese- <laughs> when I was researching it, it didn't really have a. Sort of reason it was kind of a lot of it was just quotes from the saying we should do this, but I don't. There wasn't really a lot of logic behind it, or it might be just my poor research.
0: But then there's no, there's no real logic as like to be playing it at Anfield anyway. Like, like what's what's the benefit of playing it at an empty Anfield as to playing it at some random like training ground? Uh, I don't know. That's...
1: Well it's clear we don't really know what's going on with that. We don't really understand it. I don't think it will happen. I think they'll just wait until sort of what the Bundesliga have done So it's at a a low level of risk and, uh, you know, just have behind-closed-door games. Um, Speaking of shorter halves, this one makes even less sense to me, mainly because I've heard, I think it was literally yesterday, I heard that they're they're banning like um, spitting, They're they're banning shirt swapping at the end of the game. And, you know, that sort of makes sense. But then at a corner or a free kick, there's still going to be people marking yeah. each other and it's, touching each other. So 12 there's no real... Bucks. Yeah, there's no yeah. real bonus there. And what does the shorter half do? If they've been doing it for 45 minutes, that's it. So what? what's what? the point of cutting the other forty-five?
2: Yeah, I don't understand that because the main purpose I thought with... I'm not sure whether they're doing this in the Bundesliga, but I thought they're going to test them. thats You can only play if you're tested as negative. Right. Well, Therefore, reducing the half doesn't really make a difference. If they're all negative, it doesn't make a difference, surely.
0: Yeah. yeah. But back, yeah. back on I, the first point, Like, I just wanted to make a quick point on the... Uh... Will there still be the same level of police presence around the grounds just to stop people congregating in groups?
1: I I, I wouldn't be surprised. Good honestly. point. Well, the thing is also like even if even if there are no fans and there's two teams playing football, there's still manager and coaching staff, medical team, all the photographers and whatever. There's still probably over a hundred of people there. Well, I saw the, I saw one issue was yeah that they probably
2: need an ambulance on, on site but
1: yeah. they don't
2: want to take resources away from the NHS so I don't know I don't, I don't get how it works but the, my other point with it as well with neutral venues is clubs like Burnley who rely on home wins are fucked <laughs> mm. yeah. <laughs> the, yeah the epitome of anti-football lumping it along in front of a shitty home guy. imagine Stoke in, during this time where they play neutral venues
0: oh, they'll have like one,
2: yeah. one, win, one win away all season
0: good Good. Yeah. True. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Get...
2: I, I'm well in favour of
0: that.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think they're just desperate to get football back so that they earn their money. know I, tell I, you I what else. I'm... But I don't. I've heard. I'd love oh, to sorry. know. Log- i love to know the logic. I, I, I just don't think haven't there seen any it yet. I think. I think they're there to go as soon as we. As soon we get football back, the more money we'll make because there'll be people desperate to watch football. Um. My other point I was going to make was. There's a rumour going around again. We mentioned this last week, it might just be like bollocks on Twitter, but there's a rumour that there's five or six clubs that have said, uh, we're scared of football coming back too early. And it's, it's Aston Villa, Brighton, Bournemouth, Newcastle, some like people in the relegation scrap, basically. And, um, the point being made there is if then, um, they make they you know they say football won't come back, they're scrapping relegation then if they're scrapping relegation, those teams will then go, yeah, we're happy to play the rest of the season because then they'll make a couple more million uh, in money. Yeah, you make a good point. They're, uh... Uh... So they're basically saying we want another a year in the league just to be given us because of this, what's happened. But then if they go, okay, what we're going to do, everyone stays in the Prem, West Brom, Leeds come up and we're going to try and finish the season. They'll, they'll want to finish the season because then they get the TV rights or whatever, whatever else and they get the money. Yeah, exactly, yeah.
0: But it's not, it's I thing. wouldn't. Like, I wouldn't watch any of those games because what are you watching those games for if there's no relegation? That, that's an, well, that's, still, yeah, that's a Well, that's the season for the fans. Yeah, but you, they wouldn't you
1: still to go the <laughs> <Still> <laughs> be going to the game. If we going into the game? Yeah. I. I. I mean, again, this is all sort of. This is all talk because it might not be true.
2: I, th- I think a lot of it's just desperation, as you say. A lot of people are just so desperate. Like, horse racing is coming back, Bundesliga is coming back, and everyone's just kind of. I think horse racing is coming back. I know it's in France. Um, right. That's my gambling habit coming through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, people just want momentum. When my, my, my momentum is, I mean, they're saying, I think the chief of uh, the director of cricket saying, uh, it's a non-contact sport therefore it should be played I think just people want momentum because people are so people are so bored and really desperate for cricket uh, football to come back and sports
1: live sport
0: yeah. Yeah. yeah massive cricket fan yeah yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> no I, th- I think you're right I think it's coming to a point where everyone's just sort of sick of not having anything to watch that they've just they're taking any sort of measure to go well and they're finding <laughs> any route
2: which I which I agree is the right way but I just didn't understand the logic of neutral venues or shorter halves. Just... No, they don't a, lot a lot of it, a lot of it they're saying is on the table, which pretty mean pretty much means
1: on the table pretty soon to be swiped in the bin. To be honest, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, okay, I don't really have anything else to say. on That we clearly don't really understand their decisions, so. Do we want to move on to something a bit less? Yeah, we'll go, the, we'll go. My my from the roots story. Here we go. Oh me! <laughs> oh, it's all about me. So, um, <laughs> dropping, fellas. So this, this one, this one um, comes from a training session. Oh yeah. done um, a bit different. So, uh, I think we were in the last year before you joined men. So what's that? Under, under 18s, is it called? Something like that. And we we so we were trained under 18s. Is it called? <laughs> Was that? Is it called? <laughs> well, I meant... Uh, yeah, I meant... Yeah, fine. Yeah. Take, take that one on the chin. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we were the their teams, And what we did, we had, we had two-hour training sessions. And there was this one week where the under-14s, I think they were, or under-15s, joined us for an hour because they had a cup final on the Sunday or something. And I think the idea was, come and play like the big boys... You know the same team who, you know who they allegedly look look up to apparently self <laughs> um, self
2: appointed big boys <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. I sort of, sort of, that. Let's play the lads.
1: Yeah, and the idea was sort of you know maybe learn a few tips, um, play against some you know people who are bigger and stronger than you and just sort of get. You know it, it didn't really make sense to me, but the idea was there, and. Basically, the, the the hour prior to when because the, so they came for the second hour. The first hour was just for us, and, pr- and in that hour, obviously, we we're just doing like warm ups and like a few like kickabouts and whatever. And we started um, just having a bit. You know, boys will be boys. It's a bit of bands sort of skanking each other. <laughs> a bit of a competition. Oh, if you don't know what skanking, is, under words. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. A few words. Skanking. <laughs> P- putting putting shorts down is what I mean. Um, just having a bit of fun. And then, and then the the end. I just realised. I just realised how dodgy this sounds. This story doesn't end with uh, someone some under-15 shorts down. Is that why you put the warning in earlier? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't want to get arrested. But right. Um, anyway, it doesn't end like that. So then they join, and we've sort we've stopped the skanking, and just had a nice session with them. And at the end, at the end of the training, um. All their, all their parents, so obviously all of, most of us are like driving home. So we think we're like pretty big bollocks, like just started driving all 17, 18. And uh, they're obviously getting picked up for, by their parents who've brought younger siblings of them, who are, you know, looking like 12, 13, because, you know, they're not old enough to stay at home, whatever. And our manager's given sort of like a motivational speech. Like, you know, best of luck, do us proud on Sunday, bring back the medal, the cup, whatever. And we're sort of standing aside, the parents are standing on the other side, the manager in the middle, and there's like two rows of us. I've sort of seen this as a good opportunity to to skank my mate who's in the back row. <laughs> so I've I've snuck round because he got me pretty pretty well earlier. So um I snuck round and I've sort of crept on and go, Whoa! Pull, pull his pull his shorts down. And then the two people in front of him, the two boys have sort of instinctively grabbed their shorts, like, oh no, 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 not now, not now. Right, so everyone's just now staring at my mate right, he's called Harry, I'll say that he's called Harry <laughs> so everyone's now just staring at Harry just with his pants out, with his shorts by his ankles it just includes all the parents and the coaches and everything, <laughs> all the little kids and it like, I'm just on the floor <laughs> laughing I didn't realise it was going to go like everyone looking at him <laughs> so I'm on the floor and he's turned to me, everyone looking just shouted, "Mustil, still if you want to suck my dick so bad just fucking ask <laughs> 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 sorry, yeah. And all these parents with their ten-year-old kids have just gone. Oh no!
0: Swiftly walk home. Sorry. sorry. <laughs>
1: oh Christ. Yeah. Oh dear. Yeah. Shocker. They lost. Us. They lost the final. Crazy. Yeah. Well, that's that's my story this this week, gents. Nice. That's... Interesting. We're
2: getting we're getting a good range here. We got training. Yeah, that's what I went for. Aside. Yeah. Uh, men's football ones. uh, the other one was men's football
0: as well. Can I just, can I just say shocking behavior all round?
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: awful, but yeah, I don't know who's worse lot.
2: there, you for doing that or him for replying
1: like that. <laughs> it's a bit of both. i okay, really, you, mate it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, what you're gonna do is what's done is done. Not proud of it, but it was funny, so
0: um. <laughs> Wait, was, he, was he in the... Do you mean he was in the under Sorry? Was Sorry? Was did you have a mate in the under-15s? This, this is an under eighteen player. Oh, yeah, well,
1: it was an under-18s player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Playing a few years after, he was a good player. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, now we're going to go on <laughs> to our our favourited Sunday League shout, like a classic Sunday League show. Last, last nice. week was, we've got the win this half. This week, fellas, I want to talk about should have gone to spec savers. Usually used as an insult towards the ref. <laughs> <And> <laughs> I heard quite often. Luke, what
0: are your thoughts on this chant? Shall we say for you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I've actually been done dirty by this. Um, I mean, it's 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 an embarrassing chant. Everyone who thinks they've done it the first—that's it, that's it—has has done it. I mean, I remember when I was. 13 uh i used to play hockey as well as sunday league uh at the same time and uh i remember remember being uh two all and it was a it was a dodgy decision that's led to like a short corner which is sort of like a penalty in hockey right. like it's almost as good but not quite the same conversion rate and uh it was two all and it, and they scored a the short corner to make it 3-2 and I've I've said to the ref, you should have gone to Specsavers. <laughs> how I was, old like, were you? Like, I, was, I was I think it was an under 14s game, right. and I was the youngest in the does team. Someone, like, someone thank 12, you. Uh, so I was like I was like the one of the most useless players in that team as well. <laughs> <laughs>
2: how uh, How did it make you feel? Because the uh, my instant reaction of if someone says someone, uh, oh, you should have gone to Specsavers. My instant reaction is they must think they're so funny. Yeah, no. <laughs>
1: but they're they're so original. Like, That's it. I've got a story like on that. I was playing a game, and like like I said, you know, a ref's given a in their eyes a bad decision, and he's booked this player. And so as he's, so he's done the foul, the refs have written his name down and booked him. Um, and he's it's a free kick, so he's gone to like mark a player. Whilst he's marked the player, so it's a good like 15 20 seconds after the foul, he's then gone. Should have gone to spec savers ref. He's looked around at at his teammates as if for backup to be like, Guys, <laughs> you hear that yeah, one, is, yeah, yeah? Yeah, yeah? Look, like like you said, everyone thinks they're the first person to think of it. I hear it every it's, week. it's the best joke you might ever, like, yeah. guys. You hear that? Oh, come on, Tough what, also, <laughs> what, I, what, what I know
2: is uh, that it's normally for quite an innocuous decision. You don't really hear when you can see the penalty.
1: <laughs> oh, for God's sake! You should, you should have got a spectator. <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: it's more on the slide, like just it's it's when you can see the throw. or yeah, exactly. a, 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 you didn't get a corner. It's, I'd love to hear it for the big decisions.
0: To be fair, this this was this was actually a really big decision when I've been when I've said it. So I got a bit of backing. Although the refs like, because he's got a lot of abuse in the game, this is probably the most minor of all the abuse he got. People are swearing at him, and he's decided to put me in the sim bin. <laughs> <laughs> <So he laughs> or did off... You said put yourself <laughs> in the sim bin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, he, he just sent off a twelve-year-old kid for the rest of the match. <laughs> I, I just had in to did you a lesson, having...
1: mate. Anyway, but back. To... Yeah. yeah.
2: I'll, t- I'll tell you what it is. It's good product placement for uh, spec savers. <laughs> if you target it to the referee, uh, ma- majority just walking around the centre circle at the age of 50, 60. Yeah. If they haven't been to spec savers yet, they might have a lot. <laughs> <life course.
0: laughs> good sponsor well, of this podcast, mate. Time <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We've got the windows. From- Sponsored by spec savers. Very good. Does he always, or does he always like just like associate with that one time where he's got abused by a twelve-year-old? Just go, no, I'm never, yeah. I'm never. <laughs> yeah, it. That really like, a dark moment. Whenever someone it late,
2: you're out. It always relates to the standards of the ref, though. If you say that majority, there's been decisions building up to like, realize that this ref can't see.
1: What I love is they think like sometimes they think it's so like insulting. At the end of the day, they're quoting an advert. They're quoting like a, a company's motto. Yeah, why well, do they go for boots' you slogan or something? Yeah, they're going to score points and go farther v- up. V- no, every little helps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't hear that. Navy's got a monopoly on that. I'll tell you what, that'll that, that, that be a that. fun segment in the future. Try and incorporate other famous <laughs> mottos into football. Yeah. yeah. That's all I <laughs> <laughs> Good, yeah. Um Yeah, fellas, so I think that, that sums up what we want to say about that shout. Uh we're gonna go to something I might not enjoy, which is an unpopular opinion from Mr. Luke Clarkson. Luke, what have you got for
0: us this week? Well, I don't know how unpopular this opinion is, but I feel like due to like the ballon d'or winners over the previous years I'm gonna say that I reckon goalkeepers are the most important player on a football pitch especially in a modern game okay yeah i think okay. i think i think especially when you see like the way pep guardiola started to play with his uh with his modern football with like his the way he's played with barcelona and man city the they start at the back a lot of the key to a good defense starts at the keeper i remember liverpool's success like that started before like when Allison signed, basically, and if you look at like all the great World Cup winning captains, you're thinking of people like Buffon, you're thinking of people like Casillas, you're thinking of like say Peter Schmeichel, literally winning a Euros single handedly for Denmark. Like I think if you've got a good goalkeeper, that is the absolutely pinnacle, most important position you need to win multiple tr- like championships. What well, I'm saying that is.
1: I agree that they're very important, but I think a lot of it is the style of football you play, and also I think what what the keeper does mainly is it gives the back four more confidence that if they do let a shot at goal, for example, they know like for example Liverpool, if they, you know a shot goes at Carrick, they know he, he's got a mistake in him. Addison's probably one of the most consistent, if not the most consistent keeper in the world at the moment. They know nine times out of ten, if it's you know an average shot, he's got it covered.
0: Yeah. Well, that's the thing. like I've seen. I've seen. Like, I remember when i played, like, especially, like, grassroots. Like, if we're taking it down to grassroots, where, like, we've been a shit side, but we've had a really good keeper and managed to scrape a nil nil when it should have been a 5 nil. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 George, as a
1: keeper, what are your thoughts on this? As goalkeeper
2: yourself? Uh, obviously, I should back him up, but I just, I just think it's hard to quantify. Like, I don't know how it's too hard so for example barcelona's best uh most important player to win a league wouldn't be a keeper they're going to dominate the ball and the keeper will have about what 20 touches all game and about yeah. three saves um so, so the, the most important is just I, I think it's quite tough to uh to qualify really um but I, uh, complete, I completely agree with your uh, sort of example with Allison because Allison made the biggest impact. See, so uh, who was in Mignolet before and Carrius. Yeah. They were getting, what, 70, 70 odd points with them two in goal? And not necessarily them making blaring mistakes, but Allison does the subtle things. His positioning, the best keepers are always in the right place and make saves look easy. So they do uh, sort of the underlying hard work through. The, almost like just kind of just being in the right position and their feet but Alison's best best ability or best sort of attribute is with his feet and he can start the attacks Look, but, got gone assist this season but it's I, I, to, to make to to say that it's hit there the most important like, what well, how, many, how many goals uh, is season well, how many goals, goals is Sadist-
1: not enough
0: <laughs> Not not enough. Yeah, but you look Uh, look at Liverpool, especially, and I will say this, if you look at Liverpool when they could have won the title against Man City, was that the 2015 season? Yeah. Like, they had the best player in the league in Luis Suarez, scoring about 30-odd goals. Like, and they didn't win the title because they weren't strong enough at the back. They had Mignolet in goal. If they had, yeah, a... but you're saying Joe, you, you're saying
2: you're saying that City won that won that uh, contest, or won that Premier League because they had Joe Hart rather than Simon Mignolet. Joe Hart
0: was awesome those years. Joe Hart was oh, uh, he, he was the good, good shot he, he wanted to get rid of him. Yeah, because he did drop off. He did drop off. But then he's talk... a, He's, he's just jealous, really. <laughs> jealous of his hair, mate. Jealous of his hair. Talking of Guardiola, <laughs> talking of Guardiola, right? uh, Three seasons ago, he had Claudio Bravo in goal as his number one. And Claudio Bravo, they lost the game against Man City where they dominated the ball. They conceded four shots on target and lost 4 nil. Next season, he went, like, I'm buying Edison. I'm getting rid of Claudio Bravo. I'm buying Edison. Right? And they won the league with, like, a record number of points. What What I'll say with this... Along with
2: other players, though. Yeah, they but... Like,
0: Edison. But Edison was awesome that season and was the best goalkeeper that season. What well, what I'll say with this is
1: it's is a tough one because I I sort of I sort of see both points like Luke you're right in terms of like we've had some six-aside games where Davis has just made 20 odd saves and just kept us in it but he's right in saying Barcelona if they're having 75% possession of the ball the keepers, like you said, he's going to make two saves a game. But then, that, then the no, You need to know that he needs to make those saves. But then
0: that's that's the thing, though, because it's going to be... This is something that I think people underestimate good, good goalkeepers. Because like, a lot of, I always hear criticisms of goalkeepers at big clubs being like, oh, well, they play for Barcelona, so they don't have to make any saves. It's much harder to make a save when you've had 70 minutes of not having to touch the ball. Oh,
2: I completely yeah. agree. I completely agree, but what about Victor Valdez?
0: Victor Valdez was a decent. Is he,
2: is he one of the best keepers ever, considering he was, he was one of part of one of the best teams ever? Because when he went to United, yeah, he that's... went to Middlesbrough, I think, at one point.
0: <laughs> did, <What>? yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's because well, it's the end
2: of career, but he, was he didn't really do anything. Good, you
0: know? He was really... At Middlesbrough? Good. Yeah. Right. I mean, there's, there's certain... There's, I thought he, like... Obviously, he's a top goalkeeper, but he's not, he's not the greatest. But then, obviously, when you're looking at that Barcelona side, Like Javi and Iniesta are two of the greatest midfielders ever. Messi's probably the greatest player ever. Busquets as well, mate. And yeah, exactly. Like you could list off about like like all the other ten players in that side and go, that is the greatest team ever. But but like in a general team, if you're looking to start, if you're looking to build a really strong team, you need a good goalkeeper. Like. Spurs, but... I agree, I agree, I agree, but
2: uh, my question is, can you, can you rank it that clearly though?
0: Yeah, because I mean,
2: is, 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 your, is your first pick going to be your like if you're going to build an 11, is your first pick going to be the goalkeeper? So, if you're doing a draft team, is your first pick going to be the goalkeeper?
0: Well, yeah, but obviously, your first pick's going to be Messi, like or Ronaldo. No,
2: no, no, so, okay, so we do a draft Premier League, you're, you're against me, you've got first pick, who are you going
0: to pick? Will you pick the goalkeeper first? The first player I probably pick. The First player I pick in the Premier League draft of eleven would probably be Alisson. Okay. Van Dyke. It might be Van, D- D- it also, Van It D-
1: also D- it also it also depends on what sort of
0: style you want to play. Like Sean Dyke
1: is not going to use Edison well. Well, exactly. It he's uh, a good example.
2: Nick Pope. I know he was young, but at Charlton. It, he was almost laughed at because he couldn't kick the ball. He could not kick the ball. He had a really weird kicking style. And he's in the England squad now. I know yeah. he was quite young at Cheltenham, but no one ever thought he was going to do anything good. it might be sure, yeah. like sort of wonders. Though. I
1: mean, this might be an unpopular opinion. I know. I know you do like a keeper who can like pass out from the back, and I do too. But for me, I think a keeper's best attribute should be shot stopping and handing and coming out to claim crosses is for me. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. You've
2: listed two so assets there. So, control. what's the main? What's the main ones? Shot stopping. Yeah, disagree. Claim, uh, claiming 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 okay. crosses. This probably should have been my unpopular opinion, but I think the main main asset for a keeper is reading the game. Yeah, they can. No, they can stop a potential attack where they pass it to the right-back rather than just hoof it long. Because the the hoof long can be headed by their centre-half and then it just builds because it's in our final third. Okay. You see what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, no, I get, I get that. Reading the game is the main important thing.
1: I'd rather have a bloke I know who's going to prevent maybe, you know, sort of five, six goals a season. But than I think, um, most, he's, I think but most He's passed keepers, it well
2: to the left-back. If you get to professional level, a lot of keepers are shot-stoppers. If you're not a, if you're not a good shot stopper, you're not a professional player. I think the difference yeah. if you when you're selecting between the, the pros, you're selecting well. i would yeah, no, select on,
1: on their feet because you just well, assume it, they're it's, good shot stoppers. It's, it's how footballs evolved. Like now, football, Apart from Clary, you, you need you need your keepers to be able to pass out from the back and be called under pressure. I think like you saw, we saw Petr Cech, um, like a Premier League legend, his last few years at Arsenal he just yeah. did, he couldn't do it he
0: couldn't do it to yeah. save his life like, well, he was just all over the place yeah, it's it's hard Moonlight he's
1: got sec- second most clean sheets in the is he top clean sheets in the Premier League
0: yeah but like he's obviously he's obviously tailed off like he wasn't he wasn't as good playing at Arsenal when he was when he won the Champions League with Chelsea in like 2012 yeah yeah like,
2: but you are right I'm, you are right Mastery. it suits your like style of play but my prefer- preference would be a keeper like Alisson or Edson not necessarily yeah. I'm picking them on their shot stopping I'm picking them because their feet personally
0: but then, right, but well, then go on well, well then like obviously like if you're going on short stopping, like like there's certain keepers like Manuel Neuer Buffon who I remember watching I think it was the uh, 2012 Euros and okay. 2014 World Cup where there was a penalty shootout and it was Italy versus Germany and it was those two goalkeepers in goal and the amount of penalties missed purely because players were so scared just aiming for that top corner because they're just intimidated by like mm. the what those keepers were. And that's that's why I think a great keeper is. And that's why I think that's just so key. A because... presence.
1: I, I heard the other day, I think, I think it's Messi who said this. she said, the hardest part of football for me is taking a penalty. He says the pressure of it and like everyone expects you to score it. Yeah. But what well, you've got to remember, like, you know, in my Sunday league if the keeper's twenty two stone, you just know, right, if I hit it in the corner he's he's not getting there. When you've got a six foot five keeper, like you said, like a Nora Buffon, who can jump like a bloody kangaroo, it you have to sort of either aim for the corner or or you have to hope they go the wrong way. I think it was people underestimate about penalties. Mm. Anyway we've got gone off gone off course. <laughs> um I'll grab you uh, final thoughts then George what, what, what's your verdict I think it's hard I think it's hard to
2: qualify I agree with his point that they're certainly underrated um,
1: yeah I, I'm, I'm with you I, I'm not I don't think they're most important but also I can see why you've said it so not really not really a conclusion to that I don't think <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave we'll, we'll leave 10 minutes to chat <laughs> then <laughs> yeah yeah we need to move on, and we're going to go to uh, Signor Davis now with the final from the roots. Um, yes. and the final one. So you get on. What have you got for us, George? Okay, yeah. Obviously, bringing up the rear again with two
2: good ones, so uh, stiff competition, but we'll have a go. Um, so we obviously played in the same six side team, but I also played a one on a Thursday, um, and this story comes from that six side Thursday. Lovely. Uh, so. Going to the game, never really knew who was, who we were playing. Uh, there was always one team that you just... It's it almost like you just can't be bothered to play it And they're just... They're so loud. You can hear them arrive in the car park. Their van just screeches around the corner. Yeah. It's just like, oh, God, here we go. <clears throat> we know
1: the type. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, but luckily, we weren't playing them this week. But they were on the pitch next to us. Anyway... Throughout the whole game, they'll just go go around kicking. They're good players, but they just go around kicking and screaming and everything, everything you can imagine. Um, so you can hear all the commotion. Whilst obviously I'm in goal, so I can kind of glance over every now and again. You can see the two teams just going at each other and just constant bickering and constant shouting. Anyway, it gets to about twenty minutes in, and it all flares up on the, on the left. Okay. The ball's down the other end, so I have a quick glance over. Um, We're still playing on. The other other pitch is still playing on as well. I've got a quick glance over, and it's just like a big huddle. So I was like, okay. And then all of a sudden, the referee on our pitch decides to stop the game, which I thought was a bit weird. Normally, you just let them get on with it. and Right. This referee, by the way, on their pitch, was the sort of Cockney type, uh, the one that uh, commentates during the game. (laughs) Yeah, I love yeah. Well played, blue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember this guy? Oh, yeah, yeah. God, it's so annoying Great <laughs> tacky yellow. <laughs> um, say so, normally he's quite a nice bloke, but anyway. Uh, so anyway, our our referee goes over there, and the huddle kind of starts dispersing, and it's just a weird sight. Normally, you think it's the reds and the blues against each other, just having a go. In fact, it's the referee going against this team. Hammer <laughs> and tongue is going right at him. <laughs> and the well the red team are trying to drag the referee away
0: from what?
2: One, trying to fight this blue team. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously, so everything stops. I see this, I'm absolutely baffled. This cocky guy is going mental. I've never seen anything like it. And the referee from our pitch, the Scottish one, that sounds like uh, whatever his name is from the Gladiators, uh, he, go- he goes over to try and calm down the ref. Everything kind of dies down a bit. But then there's a couple of comments again. And all of a sudden, the ref on our pitch is going for the players as well. <laughs> <laughs> the Cockney one's gone back at it. So the two refs are pretty much fighting this blue team. <laughs> Now, everything's gone over. So, the, the third true. referee has to go over and try and try and make sense of everything. All the players from different pitches are trying to make out. And by this point, no one knows what's going on because the blue team are trying to fight people from our team who aren't even playing them.
0: Why has your team got involved?
2: Because <laughs> you have got to try and pull every. It's a massive rubble. <laughs> uh, and, yes, yeah, so it's our referee. We kind of try and probably drag him back. <laughs> <laughs> it, so this, this goes on for about a minute and a half two minutes the manager storms out of, i've never seen him before actually no he's the one who collects the money he, he oh, comes out and <laughs> just goes oh right okay what the hell's going on and just goes right it's all cancelled uh everything's postponed which was probably the right decision but must have been bloody infuriating for the team (laughs) waiting to come on because there were six teams who have paid their, what was it, 36 quid watching like Royal Rumble (laughs) twenty
0: In at number 30, the second referee. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God.
1: (laughs) Uh, how,
0: How did it all kick
1: off? Do you know what was said? Oh, you, you can you
2: can imagine. The, should should have gone to Specsavers,
1: I'd imagine. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> something like that. But anyway, the, so the, everyone's got to leave, and obviously the car park is basically it's quite a narrow, quite a tight car park. Oh yeah, and about six, sixty cars are trying to leave at <laughs> the same time. I wonder what happened with the, like the nine fifteen fixture. They just rocked up. Just, <laughs> the the lights are off. The
0: lights are off. on the pitch.
2: Uh, never saw that, never saw that referee
0: again. So, when when you'd like do that, like everyone's leaving in the car park, was there not like an external fracker? Like,
2: yeah, well, I think the referees had to stay behind, so I think the team (laughs) just kind of hopped back in their van. They used to it, though. I I, I remember playing them on a Sunday league, and they they were the same. Never learned. Yeah, it was just
0: quite quite surreal watching the referees. (laughs) Think what what that manager's doing. He's just like sitting in his little office, counting the little like all his money for all. Yeah, yeah. Looks up and and it's just a well, a thirty-man brawl. (laughs) Yeah, normally the biggest stress is the twenty (laughs) p's.
1: Now it's it's Royal Rumble, (laughs) right? Yeah, Um, that's more. If that's the end of the story, George, we need to now um, decide what was the best story this week. So, Luke, do you want to vote? Do you cast your vote?
0: Uh, yeah, I'm going to go. As much as I enjoyed, uh, I enjoy a good skank. I uh, <laughs> think I'm going for... I, I mean, to be fair, like, your story, Dave, has brought back a lot of memories of just terrible people and six side games in Maidstone. <laughs> so I'm, definitely, I'm definitely going to go. yeah, George... Like,
2: uh, I'm gonna go for Luke. So I think the uh, the self sending off. Yeah,
1: fantastic. Um, okay, so I have the deciding vote. Um, I think I'm gonna have to go for Davis, just for the same reason, Luke, that it's brought back a lot of memories, and that is just baffled me that the rest <laughs> have <laughs> <laughs> got that into it. <laughs> um, Cheers, but, boys. But a great story, Luke. Yeah, well done, George.
2: Well done. We'll wrap that in the table. So, do you reckon that goes above. Uh, last week's one, no, dad on the liner.
0: I loved it, dad on the liner. Yeah,
2: I, I agree. must still dad and the liner, top still.
1: Yeah, if it has to be, yeah, go on then. Yeah, um, we'll, we'll park it in at second. Uh, brawl. brawl, yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah, six aside, so, brawl. All right, um, from one competition to the next, then, boys. The soccer bus, soccer busters answers. Yes, did you get any?
2: Uh, I think I got number one. And uh, no, I got number two as well.
1: Oh, okay. Awesome. Yeah. All right. So, we'll oh, just go no, through again. Got you got number one, Luke? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, number one was Miss Whittacombe sketched Mr. Mugabe's offspring, AR. Andrew Robertson. Yeah, Andrew Roberts son. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, brilliant. Works. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah, good, that's good. good. Yeah, cheers. Um, this, one's, this one doesn't work. <laughs> um, I wonder if the leader of the mystery gang, We'll find a job on that website, WA. Okay. So I
2: thought it was Will Fred Indeed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's it.
1: <laughs> that is
0: rubbish.
1: <laughs> I had no hope.
0: Yeah,
1: a bit of a stretch, but you you can see how it gets there. And then um, no nothing. Looks You get really it. Okay, right. So it's I've made a note, and actually, it's hit the alter. M N. It was Mark Noble. Mark no ball. Like a what? Could, no ball, like on a dartboard. So it's hit the outer. Oh,
0: God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I was thinking that was cricket. <laughs> what? That works. That... No, that works. I'm back.
1: I I was like no- <laughs> the is the out outer is so fake. What,
0: what are you on about? Yeah.
1: Working out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't and you now we're no These, these, these are tough to come up with. We'll see how you get on next week, mate. I, I struggled on these. <laughs> After Andrew Robertson, I was out. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Um, one out of three is not bad, I guess. Um, what about right? two out of three? Oh, you got, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. One and a half. Um, all right, boys. So, that, with that, ends the show uh, for episode two. But of course, every week, I'm going to ask you a question at the end, and that's how we're going to start the next the next podcast. So, my question for you boys uh, today is, I want you to name your best bloke six-a-side football team, but to narrow it down, Premier League-era players. Nice. I like so, that. So, it sure. so, so, doesn't matter if your team's rubbish, they just got you want to go for a pint with them after a night
0: out. Um, well, after a six-a-side game, preferably. Yeah, after yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Have uh, oh, we keeping ourselves in the six side? Are we no,
1: no, no, no. Uh, just, just six professional footballers, um, Premier League era, and also you've got to have like a proper team. So you've got to have a keeper, a defender, okay, two midfielders, two, and uh, two. I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll let you have a sub as well. If you've got, if you've got too many, you can have one sub. Okay, best uh, best bloke. Yep. Yeah. All right.
0: Happy uh, with that.
2: Yeah, two shocking blokes have come straight to mind. Yeah, I've got
1: a few already.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, fellas, um, we're going to end it there then. So uh, this has been We've Got the win This Half. I've been Matt Mustill and this has been George Davis. Cheers,
0: boys. Thanks very much. Well,
1: well hosted, Mustill. Cheers, mate. And thank you to Luke Clarkson.
0: Thank you very much, Mustill. Uh, go well.
1: Go well, fellas. Take care and we'll see you next time. Bye.
0: Has to fall, but it's all in the game.